Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. I trust your anchor is gripped firmly to the Word of God today and that you're settled and stable in your service for the Lord. Great to have you in the podcast today as we've been making our journey through discovering about the 12 apostles and what happened to their lives and the cost that many of them paid uh, after the resurrection of our Lord. I encourage you to study the scriptures regularly, frequently, that you are, whether you choose to read the scriptures for familiarity or for an intimate knowledge of a particular section, it's really vital that you have some plan. There are too many people that actually are hit and miss so much in their devotional life where they let the Bible fall open where it will, and they wonder why there's just no focus or direction to their scripture reading. So I want to encourage you to have a purpose and a plan in place, whether that's reading for familiarity and that you're reading through the entire Bible, uh, perhaps in a year, or whether you're reading for intimacy, uh, as in reading maybe a harmony of the Gospels to give you a real good grasp of the uh, life and ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I encourage you to be faithful that way. Be focused. Perhaps you need a devotional book. Don't hesitate to contact me if you'd like to have uh, some suggestions about doing a Bible study or a devotional book in your private time. I can certainly recommend some things that will give focus to that and perhaps include in that uh, a a uh, maybe a hint about the direction that you need to work on perhaps in your personal life or a book that interests you and I would be happy to provide any insight that I can to give you direction on your scripture and your Bible reading. So please make sure that you are making progress on that. Uh, if you claim to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, that ought to be your highest priority every day. Today we're turning our attention and we're talking about another one of the apostles, uh, another apostle that perhaps later on in his missionary journeys and efforts actually joined up with another disciple. This It's tradition. We don't know that for certain. It's not even said in the scriptures as many of these ministries are not. But we do know that, uh, that that's a tradition that has been advanced about this particular apostle. Uh, that he probably first preached down in Egypt. That's an ancient tradition. Uh, he probably actually ended up joining the, the apostle named Jude. And both of them traveled to Persia, uh, modern-day Iran, where both of them were martyred. Simon, the man that we're talking about today, may have been crucified or hacked to death. There are different ways, but nonetheless, it was a, a very uh, brutal ending for his life. Simon the Zealot, that's who we're talking about. Simon the Zealot, one of Jesus' disciples. Uh, Generally speaking, of course, we know that the word zealot is a word that describes anybody who fervently supports a particular cause. It may be today in our understanding, somebody like uh, is part of PETA or Greenpeace or some other movement that people are highly zealous for. Uh, And now they're organizations that many people do consider them to be zealots. In the context, though, of the New Testament in our Bible, uh, a zealot uh, was somebody who actually was a a member of a particular party that was zealous for Jewish independence and for throwing off the Roman rule, getting the Roman legions and the Roman rulership out of their nation. Uh, They had 
the nation of uh, the area of Palestine had at one time been ruled by different groups of people from the Assyrians to the Babylonians to the Greeks and now to the Romans in the New Testament. And those that were zealots in our Lord's day were hoping to uh, throw off Roman rule by actually inciting the population of Jerusalem and of uh, Israel uh, to rise up in rebellion and drive the Romans out of the country. And they wanted to go back to a Mosaic theocracy where God is ruling. And uh, they were known to target Jews who were sympathetic to Rome. You would not have been a friend of a zealot if you labored for or employed by the, the, uh, the Roman Empire. Um, both historians, uh, historian Josephus and in the Talmud, which is a historical document, took a negative view of the zealots and their fanaticism because they caused so much difficulty for the population. Simon the Zealot is mentioned actually four times in the New Testament in places where the names of the disciples are listed. Uh, you'll find his name there, but you actually find beyond that no information. Uh, there's nothing else told about him. Uh, he is uh, uh, usually assumed that he's called Z Simon the Zealot because when Jesus called him, he was a member of the Zealot's political movement there. So, uh, if that's the case, then the continued use of that kind of name, that description of him, does not address uh, whether or not he continued to be zealous for Jewish independence while he was a disciple. It probably was quite awkward from time to time, in fact, because uh, we can assume that Simon must have changed some of his priorities when he submitted himself to the teaching of our of our Lord. Uh, that included in Matthew chapter 22 when Jesus said, Render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. Now, a true zealot probably would have really cringed underneath of that. Uh, so we, we have to think that Simon must have moderated his views to some degree as he felt uh, more uh, compelled by the teaching and the ministry and the person of Jesus Christ and listened to him. Uh, the emphasis on the kingdom of God that Jesus taught over and above any political party or any empire or kingdom in this world, Jesus taught about the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God was not established as Jesus taught in John 18 by using violence and force of arms and inciting to rebellion. That's not how the kingdom of God came. And Simon would have known this. He would have been informed by Jesus' teaching that one day, actually, the temple itself was going to be destroyed, and it would be completely even overrun by the Gentiles, according to Luke 21. So keeping the nickname of the Zealot may simply have been a way to distinguish him from the other Simon. Of course, we know him to be Simon Peter. Um, and in later years, we know that uh, he became zealous for the gospel. And so tradition says that Simon the Zealot preached the gospel perhaps in Egypt and in Persia itself and was ultimately killed, according to that same tradition, for refusing to sacrifice to the sun god. So it's interesting that Jesus called, though, I think in ending this podcast today, he also called a man named Matthew, who we've already talked about, tax collector, according to Matthew chapter 9. He would have been directly in the employment of Rome itself 
um, or of the Jewish officials who ruled with Rome's blessing. So Matthew, the publican, and Simon, the zealot, from completely opposite directions, ends of the political spectrum, because of their greater allegiance to Jesus, though, they were brothers and co-workers for the gospel. I think that serves as an important lesson for us even today, to remember that when you come to be a slave and a servant of the risen Lord Jesus Christ, all of a sudden, the kingdoms and the political movements and all of the things that today so many people are hand-wringing about, they're so anxiety-ridden, they're worrying holes in the linings of their stomach because of the political circumstance in our world today. When you come to Jesus, listen to me, when you come to Christ, all of a sudden, that which is insignificant, that which is not important, begins to fade into the background compared with loving the kingdom of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and loving the Savior himself with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. God help us today to value that which God values, his kingdom and his rulership. Don't allow yourself to be sucked into all of the, the, the shifting changes that are going on in our world today. There's one thing that never changes, the fact that Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. God bless you today. Walk with Him, serve Him with all your heart, and be found faithful.